stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Folks, I'm certainly sympathetic of the city's position when it comes to uh, the arena debate. But when it comes to the cannabis debate, I I don't know what to make of this. Uh, Someone uh, remarked to me that this, I guess this is kind of an ongoing joke, right? It's only the government could not make money off selling drugs. Uh, And it's kind of a, a glib way to put it. But why on earth is legalization going to cost government more money what the status quo was already costing us. I don't understand this for a moment. Now, governments are pretty good at finding ways to spend money and allowing bureaucracies to get a little out of hand. Is that what explains this? I, I think there's something more going on here, too. That uh, the cities see that the provinces and the feds are going to, to make a bit of money off of this. And they want a piece of the action. So when the city is complaining about the quote-unquote cost of legalization and the answer is the province and the feds send us some money ASAP, makes me a little suspicious. The story today is that uh, the city is claiming, the city of Calgary that is, is claiming that legalization is going to cost them somewhere between 9 and $12 million a year, to put it another way. That would work out. That's about the equivalent of a 1% increase on your property tax. So how on earth is that possible? Well, the city claims that, look, we're going to have some uh, policing costs. We're going to have some bureaucracy costs. You know, there's a lot that we got to do. And we're not getting a cut of the action. The province and the feds, they're going to be sharing all of this money. None of it's coming to us. So, of course, they want one-third of any tax revenue from cannabis to go to municipalities. Here's something to ask yourself, though. How much of the provincial liquor markup goes to cities? Nothing. How much of the federal alcohol excise tax goes to cities? Nothing. So why would this be different? If The argument is you've got enforcement costs or bureaucracy that that results from from having to regulate all of this you got that with with liquor stores the city's got to figure out how to zone these places obviously when it comes to policing uh, popular nightclub areas there's some enforcement cost involved in that i don't see the city's demanding that the province and the feds hand over alcohol tax revenue so why is this any different so no i'm, I'm sorry i'm not sympathetic to to the city's position here at all Here's Mayor Nenshi. He says this is going to cost a lot of money to implement something that Ottawa is forcing us to implement. There's costs in policing. There's costs within the city and things like zoning and building inspections and so on. So, you know, we're looking north of $10 million a year. So it's incredibly important that any revenue that is gained from the excise tax on cannabis sales be shared directly with the municipalities. Uh, We have not padded this number. We've really gone through and found where the costs are going to be. Some of them are in policing, some of them are in city operations like building inspections, zoning and so on. So we anticipate north of $10 million a year, or if you prefer, about 1% increase to the property tax. Look, I'm sorry, I don't buy it. Don't buy it. And and look, I mean, this is something we should study. This is something we should understand. 
Because for most people, legalization is, is kind of moot. They don't smoke weed now. They're not going to smoke weed next year. But it's going to come out of their pocket. The property taxes are going to go up to make this happen. Well, sure, that's going to get people's attention. But I'm sorry. I don't, I don't buy this. You want to look at the cost of enforcement. Well, I think you got to look at the savings on the enforcement side. Because we have right now a prohibition on marijuana. And that's a prohibition that police forces across the country have to enforce every single day of every single year. All the people that we're charging with possession, that's, that all goes away. So if you talk about enforcement costs, what are you talking about? Because the stuff that's uh, going to be illegal, like selling to kids, etc., that's illegal now, and it's still going to be illegal. That's not a new thing. That's not a new crime. It's not a new cost. There's a whole lot of stuff that we go after and enforce and prosecute now that we won't be enforcing and prosecuting come next year. So are we really looking at the potential savings from ending prohibition? I don't think we are. Number two, you ask any business owner, you want to start up a business, you want to get a license, you want to get an inspection, you think the city's doing all of that for free for you? You think the city's going out of its way to say, hey, you know, you saved that money. You invested in your, your business. Is a license. We'll have some guys come out to inspect. We're going to take care of all of that for you. Of course not. Of course not. Any business, any business has all kinds of bureaucratic startup costs, the licensing fees, the inspection fees, all of that stuff. It's going to be no different for cannabis retailers. And, and here's the other thing that, that to me is so galling. Because come next year, or however long it takes, till we get to the point where the, the, the demand or the supply is meeting the demand, and we've got all the cannabis shops in Calgary that are supplying the market. Let's say what that's 20, 30, I don't know how many liquor stores are there in Calgary? Quite a few. But let's be on the conservative side. A few dozen cannabis retailers in Calgary. Well, that's, we're delivering on a platter to the city. A few dozen businesses that don't exist today. And as businesses in Calgary know full well, there's an expensive property tax bill to be paid for the simple fact of being a business in Calgary. So we're going to be delivering on a platter to the city of Calgary a few dozen new businesses that wouldn't otherwise exist were we not making that change. And they're going to be paying a lot of money every single year in property taxes. Does that factor in? The city's assessment here, does that factor into these calculations? Because it seems to me that that's going to work out pretty well for the city. They don't have to do anything. Here comes legalization. Here comes all these new businesses. They're paying property taxes to the city. And, of course, along the way, they're applying to be a business. Guess what? They're paying licensing fees. They're paying all of these other fees that any business pays. Now, certainly when it comes to, to bars and lounges, that sort of thing, a lot of that inspection falls to the AGLC. That's provincial responsibility. And that may end up being the case with uh, cannabis as well. So, no, I'm not sympathetic to the city here. And no, I don't believe this. I'm sorry. Do you? Are you worried? Are you worried you're going to wake up next year and find out your property taxes went up 1% uh, so we can facilitate the legalization of cannabis? Uh, this is Jan. Jan, welcome to the program. Hey, Rob. You said the exact same thing I said this morning when I heard that crap that he was spewing. 
they, they're not thinking anything about the savings on one side. They're not thinking anything about the revenue generated from the businesses. They're not thinking anything at all. It's just the parasites lining up to feed more off the host. And any excuse they can put out. I, I, I just, I, I'm, you know, it, it's interesting now because they're not even trying to turn on the taxpayers. They're trying to turn on each other. Each level of government is now turning on each other, trying to make ends meet because they can't afford to cut their own spending and do what it is they're supposed to do and serve the public. Yeah, well said, Jan. Appreciate the phone call. Look, and here's the thing: I mean, the city's short of revenue. They're finding way. They're finding things they got to cut. Right? They're finding, trying to find ways to save money. If all of a sudden a bunch of dough can land in their lap from the feds and the province, well, so much the better. But they're not going to get any of that if they say, "Hey, this will be fine. We're going to be okay." No, they they got to sound the alarm here. I think that's what's going on, personally. See what uh, Steve has to say. Hey, Steve. Hey, Rob. Uh, a couple of things. Um, with regards to the policing, um, I understand that the um, whatever the chemical ingredient is in, uh, in marijuana, that the um, federally grown or uh, you know, approved grown grow-ups or whatever they are, uh, we'll have to have a certain uh, level of ingredients in it, or maybe under certain level ingredients, as well as no other sort of enhancing uh, drugs incorporated or laced with it. Now, the the thing is, is that when you do stop somebody, you know, I mean, there's there's always that element about, well, is this legal or unlegal, right? And that's the first thing. Secondly, is that taxes are already being paid at the instant at the um, at the buildings or wherever a new business might establish itself. Yeah, there will be a business tax, albeit if there's 12 of them, I'm sure it's not more than $15,000, $2,500, I don't know. But it can't be that much. And But the tab building taxes are already being paid by the landlord. So I don't see that being an issue that you claim it is. So there we go. Okay. Steve, appreciate the phone call. Um, well, yeah, I guess it depends on, on whether they're going to move into existing uh, strip malls or or business centers, or whether they're going to be building brand-new brick-and-mortar buildings for themselves. Uh, yeah, obviously, then, it's, it's the owner of the property that pays the tax. But, yeah, I think a lot of these stores will be paying property tax to the city. And, again, I mean, all, all the, you know, the enforcement side, sure, okay, so we're enforcing uh, drug-impaired driving. We do right now. We're enforcing people who have too many plants in their home. We do that right now. We do all of these things. Right, so I, I just I don't I don't see it, I don't see it. Nine seven four eight two five five. Maybe maybe you see something I'm missing here. You know, Steve says that. Well, you know, maybe the property tax windfall is not going to be quite what uh, what you think it might be. If we're talking about existing buildings that owners are already paying uh, paying taxes on. But again, I mean, only uh, only a government could turn the idea of literally dozens of brand new businesses into a bad news story, into a woe is me story. Nine seven four eight two five five. Speaking of city council, I also want to get to this remarkable, remarkable, and I really mean that, folks. This audio from a testimony before LA City Council this week, because they're talking about banning uh, house parties in Hollywood Hills. And as a famous band once said, "You got to fight for your right to party." And a couple of guys really took that to heart. We'll get to that as well. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.